Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Day with south to southwesterly winds. Temperatures will carry up into the lower and mid 60s for your afternoon. Again, it's going to be mostly cloudy but mild. And overnight temperatures will be in the 50s for Saturday. But expect rain to return to the area with the next weather maker. Rain that will continue through your Sunday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 in Reston, 48 Bethesda, 47 the National Mall. We're at 46 now. In our nation's capital, where the time now on WTOP is 12.59. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it December 2nd, 2023. Welcome in. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 1 a.m. hour Saturday for you on WTOP. The House officially expels George Santos this week. In the Middle East, the ceasefire is officially over, fighting back underway in Gaza this weekend. An investigation finds a Montgomery County school principal did engage in misconduct on the job. I'm Kate Ryan. Why more license plate readers are coming to one part of our area? I'm Scott Gelman. Gains across the board on Wall Street. Good morning. Welcome in. One o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. Morning. I'm Christopher Cruz. George Santos has become just the sixth member of the U.S. House of Representatives to be expelled. CBS's Scott McFarlane was on Capitol Hill for the vote. Republican leadership, worried about their narrow majority, tried to save him by voting against the removal. Do you think Mr. Santos should stay? I'm, I'm not going to vote to expel him. Arguing it's such a bad precedent to remove a member who hasn't been convicted of a crime. But Santos is facing trial next summer on 23 federal charges, including to accusations he stole his campaign donor's credit card numbers and racked up thousands of dollars in charges. The ceasefire is over in Gaza, and Israel says Hamas still holds 136 hostages, including 17 women and children. So what's next? CBS News Chief Foreign Affairs Correspondent Margaret Brennan. There are efforts to try to restart some hostage uh, swaps, but right now with the combat operations underway, a lot of the diplomacy is focused on getting Israel to more narrowly target its combat operations in South Gaza to avoid the high civilian death toll we saw in northern Gaza. Attention families of Prince George's County middle and high school students. As a career and technical education student at PGCPS, you can earn college credit in industry certifications or licensing while in high school with no student debt. From IT to construction to engineering, choose from more than 30 programs of study. Plus, find a mentor in your chosen field. Become an apprentice, get help finding a job, and graduate high school with the ability to earn livable wages immediately. Your future starts now at pgcps.org slash CTE. Seating is limited. Apply today. WTOP at 102. Good Saturday morning. This is the weekend, everybody. We've made it December 2nd, 2023. Partly to mostly cloudy, comfortable overnight early morning. Low of 40 to 48 by daybreak. We're at 46 in Washington right now. Good Saturday morning. Welcome to the weekend. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're with us. New on WTOP is where we begin the ride in the 1 a.m. hour this morning. For the second time in a month, the Montgomery County middle school teacher has been placed on administrative leave over social media posts described apparently as anti-Semitic. Tacoma Park middle school teacher Angela Wolf is on leave this weekend morning over the post she made to Facebook about the Israel-Hamas war. Now, she heads the English Language Development Department at that school 
In a letter home to parents recently, Principal Erin Martin says that she is saddened and disappointed by the content of those posts and that she strongly condemns them. WTOP has not seen the post but did reach out to Wolf, who declined to comment. It was last month, you may remember, Tilden Middle School teacher Sabrina Khan williams was placed on leave over Facebook posts that the school system called anti-Semitic in nature at that time. WTOP at 103. He's been accused of sexual harassment and bullying by dozens of school staff. Now an independent investigation finds a middle school principal in our area did engage in misconduct after all. The Office of the Inspector General for Montgomery County found that Joel Bidelman, then a principal at Farquhar Middle School, violated sexual harassment policies and engaged in misconduct while on the job. The investigation found that Bidelman made repeated comments about the appearance of female subordinates, made offensive comments and jokes of a sexual nature, and had a sexual relationship with a woman he supervised. The report found that Bidelman's conduct made staff members worry about their job security and that many felt intimidated. Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight said following the Inspector General's report, she'll be, quote, moving forward without delay to ensure that wrongdoing is held to account. The next report from the Inspector General, still underway, will focus on how the school system handled complaints about Bidelman. Claims about Bidelman's conduct were first reported by the Washington Post. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. WTOP at 104. A D.C. man locally found guilty of posing as a federal cop ordered now to spend more than two and a half years behind bars. Prosecutors in the case say 41-year-old Arion Atar Herzadeh was trying, apparently at the time, to curry favor with members of the Secret Service and to lease several luxury apartments for which he then failed to pay rent. Now, he was also sentenced, we're told, to three years of supervised release in order to pay more than 700000 in restitution. A co-conspirator in the case, 36-year-old Hadir Ali of Springfield, was sentenced as well earlier to more than five years behind bars for his part. Silver Spring Man has been found guilty just this weekend of murdering a man at a home that they both lived in. A jury convicts 24-year-old Andre Moore of first-degree murder and use of a firearm in commission of a crime of violence. Police in this case say what apparently started as an argument between Moore and 40-year-old Michael Sutton in the Hillendale neighborhood ended with Moore shooting Sutton that day, shooting him to death. Prosecutors in the case called the shooting. It happened in January of 2021. Another case of what they say is senseless, deadly violence involving an illegal ghost gun. Moore faces the potential of life when he's sentenced in February. They say it's helped them close cases and makes the community safer. Now, locally, Fairfax County police are expanding this license plate reader program. Police Lieutenant Hudson Bull tells WTOP that currently they're placed in high crime areas. It's all based on need, so we're going to look at what communities are being affected by crime. Since the program launched last November, Bull says the devices have helped recover stolen cars and solve hundreds of cases, including a recent one. A, a man was exposing himself to young kids in the Mount Vernon district. We were able to solve that crime by using license plate reader technology and the partnership with the neighboring agency. As for privacy concerns, Bull explains the county reduced the data retention period from a year to 30 days, and he attributes this to the devices too. We've been able to locate 20 critically missing persons who have left their home in a vehicle. At Fairfax County Public Safety Headquarters, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP at 106. A small dog gets stuck in an unlikely local place at her home in our area. 
But the good news story of this Saturday, she's safe now, thanks to first responders. Maya, a 17-year-old Shih Tzu, somehow found herself lodged in an air vent last Saturday. You can obviously see her this way. First responders from the Fairfax County Police and Fire Departments tried to get her out, but couldn't reach her. A little drilling and the basement ceiling panel came off, and out Maya came, reunited with her owner. Fairfax County Police posted the video of the rescue and reunion on social media. Shana Stulen, WTOP News. LEAD, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence, is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD. Sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Don't be forced to sell stocks in a bear market. Now is the time to review your financial plan and determine how much liquidity you truly need. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to manage your cash flow and to become a better informed, wise investor, Listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Thank the Lord for the night WTOP, 19 Lane. Saturday morning, 2nd of December. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Time now is 108. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ken Berger at the WTOP Traffic Center. We've got the accident working topside of the Capitol Beltway in uh, in uh, Montgomery County. It looks like at least one right lane, possibly two, on the inner loop uh, as you come over from old uh, Georgetown Road heading over to 270 or 355. Seeing some delays building quickly, so move over to the far left side to get by this accident. Again, it looks like at least one right lane, possibly two, are blocked once you clear the accident scene. The ride on the inner loop of the Beltway clear heading past 95 and down the east side all the way to the Wilson Bridge with no major worries anywhere on the outer loop of the boatway, both in Maryland and in Virginia. In Virginia, had that earlier crash on the ramp uh, to the inner loop from southbound 395. That's all gone, and there are no lingering delays. Work zones in Virginia include on northbound 95, starting uh, just to the north of US 17 Warrenton Road in Fredericksburg, heading up to just south of Stafford Courthouse Road, the left shoulder left lane blocked, and then north of 630 Stafford Courthouse Road, heading up to 610 for Garrisonville Road. It's the left lane, left shoulder blocked on the southbound side of 95 down in Virginia between Quantico and 610. The right lane and the right shoulder are closed. And again, there's ongoing road work closing down the express lanes, both on 395 and 95 coming south of 14th Street all the way to Warrington Road as they're doing some testing for various new locations for access ramps to and from the express lanes. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Areas of patchy fog here early Saturday morning with your temperatures in the lower to mid 40s. Fog should burn off by 9 a.m. Expect a mostly cloudy day, though, still going to be mild with temperatures pushing up to about 60 to 64 degrees. The next weather maker already will be moving in for your Saturday evening. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we're looking at 47 degrees at the wharf, 49 Oxen Hill, 47 Sterling. We're at 46 degrees and Holding this 1 a.m. hour, 
Saturday morning, December 2nd, brought to you this time around on WTOP this early morning by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences, six months, no payments, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Go to longfence.com and check them out. WTOP at 110, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past on WTOP. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Pfizer has suspended clinical trials for a weight loss pill saying patients couldn't tolerate side effects. Alexandria now says Alexandria's Smoot Lumber, well-known to area contractors, is closing. It opened more than 200 years ago. D.C. billionaire brothers are sports tycoons. Stephen Rails boosted his Indiana Pacers stake to 20%. Mitchell Rails is among commanders, minority owners. The Dow rallied 295 points Friday and closed at a record high. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. If you're 19 or older with certain underlying medical conditions such as asthma or diabetes, you can get vaccinated against pneumococcal pneumonia, a potentially serious bacterial lung disease that can disrupt your life for weeks. If you're 65 or older, it is also recommended you get vaccinated against pneumococcal pneumonia, no matter the season. Talk to your doctor about vaccination today and learn more at lung.org slash protect yourself. A message from the American Lung Association in collaboration with Pfizer. Another tough one for the commanders this weekend. Giorgio's got a preview for us coming right up on WTOP. It's 112. Good morning. If you think you have a problem with your roof, don't climb on top of it to take a look. It's dangerous, and if you're like me, you won't know what you're looking at anyway. That's why you need a roof expert, one you know you can trust. Hi, it's Chris Kaur. I trust Roofmasters. I have for 20 years. I know the owner personally, and I've seen the quality of his work on my own home. His prices are always very fair. In fact, he encourages you always to get three S for any roofing work, but just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. How honest is that? Look, there are a lot of roofing companies out there, big, small, national, and local, and it can get overwhelming, but it doesn't have to be. When you need quality roofing at a fair price, write this name down, Roofmasters. Their phone is 301-230-ROOF, 301-230-ROOF, online at Roofmasters.com. And always remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof, 301-230-ROOF. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in. Thanks for starting the early part of it with us here, Saturday, December 2nd at WTLP. Glad you're in with us. If you're just joining us, partly to mostly cloudy, comfortable, not as cold as it has been the last few nights. 40 to 48 for the low by daybreak on Saturday morning. We're at 46 in Washington right now. And Dean Lane, glad you're with us this morning, 113 on WTLP. This is WTOP News. To the world of sports this morning, the floundering Washington Commanders face another tough task this weekend when they take on the Miami Dolphins at FedEx Field on Sunday. The Commanders, now 4-8, and eight, will face one of the most potent offensive attacks in the NFL, and they're playing their first game since head coach Ron Rivera fired defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio and took over play-calling duties. This morning, we asked WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter George Wallace how the Commanders might respond to all of this. It's going to be interesting because usually when you get a firing like this midseason, the next game is usually a little bit of more of an effort from teams. And we saw what happened with Antonio Pierce with the Raiders. They went out and blew out. Yes, it was the Giants. But I still think you're going to see a little bit of effort, different effort. He's talked about how they want to simplify things on defense this week. And my answer to that is, well, if you've thought that this was something that you should do 
earlier and to get the players to be more on board, then you're the head coach. Mate, why didn't you go and do this before, right? Like, why didn't you go to your defensive coordinator and say, these are things we should be doing? So they're going to try that this week and see what happens. I do think they'll get a little bit of a different effort. I mean, look, Miami is a heck of an offensive football team. They lead the league in offense. So it's going to be a tough uh, sled no matter what. But I do expect there to be a little bit of different effort this week on defense. Everything is Sam Howe, Sam Howe, Sam Howe. How is he going into this? And are they going to continue to try and protect him as much as they can and hope for the best? Yeah, that's just hope for the best. That's exactly the way it is, especially with this team. <laughs> for me, the last five games of this season is all about Sam Howell and how he's going to continue to progress, finish out his first full season, and then all the fun begins in the offseason with the decision-making. So, yes, they have the decent defense, too. Don't get me wrong, but I think that if the weather is going to be a factor, then they need to try and run the football and maybe keep Miami's offense off the field. So, yes, it's going to be another good test for uh, Sam Howell this week. Okay. With the prediction hat on there, George, like you say, maybe the best offense in the NFL, good defense. What do you think? Look, Miami scores 30 points a game, right? There's no secret about that. They're very explosive offense with Tua and Tyreek Hill, I think, is going to have a couple of touchdowns on the day. I have Miami scoring 31 21 beating Washington. It's just, they're just too good, I think. They're too good. Mm. And this team has too many question marks. Even though it's at home, the weather could be a factor, but I think Miami gets it done. I also want to ask you about fan base as we head into the end of the regular season. Is the energy still there that, my gosh, we saw and talked about? At the beginning. Well, they're offering 50% off nachos. Well, on there Sunday. is that. So that <laughs> I think that the fan base, yes, I, the, it, it's tough to get behind right now. There's no doubt because the product on the field is is struggling. But they did make a change in coaching staff. You are going to see changes at the end of the year. So I think the fan base has that to look forward to. It's still a honeymoon phase. It is. Dan Snyder's gone, and that's not going to change. So I think that is a big thing. I don't know how many Dolphins fans will be there on Sunday. There are there were some last couple of years ago when they, when they were here. But, yes, I do think the fan base will be behind whatever happens at the end of this season. And the nachos thing helps, too. Commander's Preview from WTOP Sports Director and Commander's Beat reporter, our own George Wallace, talking there with Ann and Sean on WTOP. Quick look at the top stories we're following for you this early Saturday morning on TOP. A month-long investigation here at home finds a local middle school principal violated sexual harassment policies while on the job. A judge this week rejecting former President Donald J. Trump's claim of immunity in his federal election interference prosecution. And in the wake of a damning ethics report, New York Congressman George Santos was thrown out of Congress this week on Friday. Stay with us for more on these developing stories in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WT. I'm Matt Bibbo, General Manager at BMW and Mini of Sterling and Washington Exotics. I want to personally thank you for your support through all these years. If you're in the market for a new car, I invite you to take a look our direction. We offer mobile service, online purchasing, and pickup and delivery for sales and service. We're committed to making it convenient for you, giving you the opportunity to do business wherever, whenever, and however you choose. Visit us at bmwofsterling.com and miniofsterling.com. Coming up this half hour after traffic and weather in the morning, I'm our Saturday morning, December 2nd for you here on WTOP. A somber marker for traffic deaths in D.C., I'm Liz Anderson. This is McGruff the Crime Dog, and I need you to help me take a bite out of crime. Counterfeit products are popping up everywhere. If you think buying them is harmless, think again. Counterfeits are usually made with hazardous and even lethal ingredients that could harm you and others. And the money you paid? 
it goes right into the hands of criminals. Remember, if you don't know where the products came from, how could you know where the money goes? You're smart. Buy smart. Go for real. Learn more at McGruffPSA.org. This message is brought to you by the United States Patent and Trademark Office and the National Crime Prevention Council. Saturday morning, December 2nd. Time now is 1.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's check in with Ken Berger first in the WTLP Traffic Center. So dealing with accident activity on the Capitol Beltway in a loop over by 355 Wisconsin Avenue. Looks like the crash being cleared out of the way, leaving a disabled vehicle sitting over on the far right side. Traffic ending by to the left. Delays are easing. Then on the out loop near Connecticut Avenue, we have reports of an accident since over on the far right shoulder near the off ramp. But traffic ending by in the open lanes without any kind of difficulty. And now they say that it's the far left lane that is blocked on the inner loop near Wisconsin Avenue. Avenue as they work with the accident that uh, left a disabled vehicle over on the far left side, it's they say now. And then on northbound 295 in Anne Arundel County, right at 195 as you make your way to the north up to BWI Thurgood Marshall International, you find some accident activity blocking a lane. Uh, otherwise, uh, no other worries in Maryland. There are no delays on 50 leaving the Capitol Beltway heading to the Chesapeake Bay Bridge. And at the Bay Bridge, all lanes are open, two to the east and three to the west. Meanwhile, in Virginia for the work zone, southbound 95. This is just south of Quantico, heading to Virginia 610. The right lane, right shoulder closed, and northbound 95 in Virginia. North of Warrington Road, heading up to 610. Left lane, left shoulder blocked. And then north of Stafford Courthouse Road, it's the left shoulder, left lane blocked. Again, because of new road construction. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Starting out with some areas of patchy fog first thing Saturday morning, but it's going to be a mild day. In fact, looking at Saturday's temperatures, looking like the warmest for not only the weekend, but the next 7 to 10 days. Low to mid-40s here early this morning, rising to the lower and mid-60s for Saturday afternoon. We're mostly cloudy. We're mild. The next weather maker will bring rain to the area starting at about 6 to 7 p.m., first down across southern Maryland and then overspreading the area. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 47 in Roslyn, 48 Farragut Square, 46 in Laurel this morning. We're at 46 in Holding in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, December 2nd. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. Thanks for sharing it with us. Brought to you this time around, this early hour, Saturday, by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. WTOP at 120. Good morning. Dear Santa... I hope you are having a good day in the North Pole. Is it cold all the time there? Is that why your cheeks are so rosy? My mom says I'm a good helper. But you didn't come last year. Was my chimney broken? I just really hope this year when I wake up, I'm going to see that you came to my house too. Wow. Donate and help the Marines deliver hope to a child in need. In the heart of our city, there are children and families who face enormous challenges. They live in neighborhoods that have been impacted by years of disinvestment and barriers to their success. But there is hope. Horton's Kids is a nonprofit organization dedicated to empowering children and families living in D.C.'s most under-resourced communities. We serve 600 children and families living in Southeast D.C. to help them overcome obstacles and thrive. But we can't do it alone. We need your support to continue providing vital resources like tutoring and mentoring, nutritious meals, and enrichment programming to these deserving children. Imagine the possibilities. 
By investing in Horton's kids, you're investing in the future of our community and giving children and their families a chance to achieve their dreams. So please join us. Visit Hortonskids.org today to learn more about our programs, volunteer, or make a donation. Together, we can transform lives. It's Saturday, December 2nd. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Welcome in. Time now is 122 on your Saturday morning. This is WTOP News. For the second time this year, a student was shot this week near Kip D.C. College Prep School. It happened just before 1030 one morning this week when D.C. police say a white Hyundai Elantra apparently pulled up and someone inside just started shooting. The Kip student was taken to the hospital, expected to be okay this weekend. D.C. Assistant Police Chief Andre Wright, meantime, has a message for the community. We've got to do better as a community, and I think uh, for the parents and folks in community that know what's going on, whatever's precipitating these, these beefs, these arguments that then escalate and introduce a gun into the equation, uh, I would say to parents and community, please uh, talk to your young folks and then reach out to the police department and let us know what's going on. Police are now looking this weekend for a man who was driving that white Hyundai Elantra. It was back in May that another KIPP student, you may remember, was shot outside the school in Northeast. D.C. traffic deaths overall reaching a somber milestone this weekend. Levels not seen, we're told, in more than 15 years. With one month left in this year, so far 45 people have died in traffic crashes in D.C. The numbers of these fatalities have fluctuated since 2015 when there were 26. It's also the year D.C. launched its Vision Zero plan with the goal of shrinking traffic fatalities to zero by 2024. That year, almost here. More fatal crashes, even though DDOT lowered speed limits in places, including along highly traveled corridors like Connecticut Avenue Northwest and New York Avenue Northeast. According to the city's Vision Zero update last year, fewer people on the roads and more speeding drivers meant higher impact crashes, likely related to the increased fatalities during the pandemic and after. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. You know, these days from streaming services to cloud storage, even the travel industry, Americans are being bombarded with add-on subscription fees. This morning, CBS correspondent Carter Evans reports how automakers are now cashing in on that growing trend. Hands-free cruise control sure is nice, but are you willing to pay $75 a month for it? Alistair Weaver, editor-in-chief at Edmonds, says automakers are counting on the new revenue stream to pay for the expensive transition to electric cars. So your car payment is 600 bucks a month is now 675 general motors expects subscriptions to bring in as much as 25 billion dollars a year by 2030 just under what netflix earned last year you are listening to 103.5 fm and wtop.com by now you know that vehicles for change is the best place to donate your car you maximize your tax deduction and your car may be provided to a local family so they can get a job and their children after school activities. And your car will be part of our training program for formerly incarcerated individuals. The end of the tax year is fast approaching. Now is the best time to make that donation. You will make this a wonderful holiday for a worthy family and maximize your tax deduction. Donate your car at vehiclesforchange.org. The shadows in the moon. WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. Powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. It's Saturday morning, December 2nd. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. We've made it. It's 125 and Rob's turn this weekend morning. 